I'm Afshin Ratansi and welcome back to Going Underground, broadcasting all around the world from the Middle East on the 79th anniversary of the USSR's liberation of Germany's genocidal Auschwitz concentration camp in Poland, part of the Holocaust which killed around 6 million Jews. While governments and people around the world commemorate those victims, apparently nothing is being done to stop the alleged genocide being committed right now with UK, US and EU weapons in the Middle East against Palestinians in Gaza where over 25,000 people have been killed, mostly women and children. This in a week where Israeli PM Netanyahu rejected the creation of a Palestinian state, something called unacceptable by UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Joining me from Tel Aviv now is a former Israeli Knesset member and incumbent chairman of the Israeli Arab majority, Balad Party, which advocates for the rights of Palestinians in Israel. Thank you so much, uh, Sami, for uh, coming on. So, as I said, today the anniversary of the USSR's liberation of Auschwitz, uh, Stalin's troops saving so many uh, Jews from German genocide. Why is the US-UK armed attack on Gaza, EU armed attack on Gaza, like Auschwitz? First of all, I don't know if in, in human history we had such an ironic scene. I think this is the first time, by the way, that the victims of Auschwitz, so the, 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 the Jewish people who have suffered so much from, from racism and from dehumanization, uh, are now in the International Court for Justice uh, being charged with crimes of, of, of genocide. This is, this is unbelievable, you know. It's so, so sad and so frustrating because it says that unfortunately human beings do not do not learn anything from from history, uh, and this is really very negative and not promising. I mean, to 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 commemorate uh, this 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 important historical event, you 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 would expect that people would would learn something. You know, at least the victims would learn something. But we are not seeing any of this happening, and we are seeing continuous war crimes, crimes that uh, 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 by South Africa and a lot of other states are seen, and by the Palestinians, of course, are seen as, as crimes that can, can, can be called genocide. And, and it's unbelievable, all this, all this situation, uh, you know, in, in, in the war of 1948, in the, in the Palestinian Nakba, uh, Jaffa was the biggest Arab-Palestinian city at that time, and 98% of its population were in a, uh, expelled by the Zionist forces to different parts of the world. Those who went south are in Gaza. Now, when I'm talking to you now, the state, the state of Israel, which I'm, I'm, I'm a citizen in, is now uh, killing our families. You know, all, 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 all the Arab-Palestinian families in Jaffa, we have our relatives in Gaza. Uh, not just the state is killing them. We are not allowed to express our views against the killing of our families. We are not allowed to raise a voice against bloodshed. We are not allowed to raise a voice against uh, genocide. We are not allowed to raise a voice against war crimes. You know, the only legitimate voice in, in in the state of Israel are these crazy fascists who are asking for more blood, for more destruction, for, for throwing an atom bomb on Gaza, for more genocide crimes. It's, it's unbelievable, the whole situation. 
Yeah, we should say it's not all Jews, clearly. It's only because it's a self-proclaimed Jewish state by uh, certain Jewish leaders that uh, we can give that Auschwitz uh, comparison. Of course not. Of course but, not. Of well, course then what is it like? I mean, thing. I understand you and, and your wife. Not, no, no, no. no. I, 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 I want to say something. I totally agree with you. First of all, of course, it's not the Jewish people. And of course, it's not because of anything that got to do with Jew, Jews or, or, or Judaism, not just that. We have a very small minority of Jewish activists who are paying very high price because they are struggling for human rights. You know, imagine this situation. Those who are supporting justice, those who struggle for equality, those who are struggling for human rights in the state of Israel are in serious danger. But of course not, of course not. And it, it, it's, it's, it's not all of the Jewish people. And what, what is being done, you know, we are talking about the commemoration of Auschwitz. The policies of the Israeli different governments has been leading the Jewish uh, people, not just in Israel, but all over the world, to be much more in danger because of this racist and fascist policies. Not just, any, contrary to, 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 to the vision of Zionism that this should have been the most safe place for Jews on earth, it is being the most dangerous place, not just for the Jews inside it, but also for the Jewish people outside the state of Israel. Yeah, you refer to the brave uh, Jewish people that express solidarity with uh, those uh, clearly who, who believe it is genocide. You know that NATO Nation Media reports that uh, Israel is a free country, is a democratic country, and that's what marks it out as so different in the Middle East. What is it like to be a Palestinian living in this um, state of Israel? First of all, I wish it was. You know, you hear, you, you hear this propaganda all the time. And as, as, as a citizen in this, in, in, in this part of the world, I would have loved it to be. My, my point, we established our political party trying to change it for, for, for a normal democracy. And the, the main agenda in, in my political party is trying to change Israel from a Jewish state, a state which is built on race and racial separation, into a normal democracy. We call it the state of all its citizens. Because we are struggling in the state of Israel for equality and justice for all, we are considered extreme. Imagine this irony. Those who are struggling for peace, justice, and equality for all are considered the extremists. Your reward was arrest. Your reward is being arrested. Not just that. And all of, all of the other voices that, that supports occupation, that wants to keep Gaza under siege, that wants to keep Jewish superiority, that wants to keep racial separation, are considered legitimate. And it is so contradicted in this situation, so full of contradiction. Now, we are not allowed to express our views against the war. You know, all, all, all the Palestinian leadership, who are 20% of the population inside the state of Israel, we have been trying to organize a march or a serious demonstration against the war since the first week of the war. We are being threatened by the Israeli police in every time that we go to bring a license for a demonstration. 
that the orders in their police station is to use live bullets to prevent us from demonstrating. I was detained for hours, me and another few colleagues that were former members of the Knesset and part of the Palestinian leadership. We were illegally detained in the in, in Nazareth police station and then Migdalaimek police station for hours because we wanted to and have a small protest, less than 50 people, carrying one sign in Arabic, Hebrew, and English, asking to stop the war. That's all. Then hundreds of our students in the Israeli universities were expelled illegally from the and colleges and the universities because they wrote a human sentence on the social media that they, part of them wrote that there, there are children and women also in Gaza or stop the war or a quotation from the Quran. You know, Sami, I've got to stop you there because if you're comparing what's happening to Gaza like Auschwitz, and if you look at the figures, Euromed saying 4% of Gaza killed, wounded, or disappeared, that equates to 13 million Americans being killed by bombs in the, the USA, say, you're clear that uh, nonviolent protest is the issue, even though Jews rose up in the Warsaw Ghetto to... Uh, kill their captors and oppressors. And when there was a great march of return, a peaceful Palestinian uh, protest uh, in Gaza, thousands were killed. Well, to be honest, uh, in, in the first few weeks, uh, we were trying to defend ourselves because uh, the situation was so dangerous that our expectation as leaders of this part of the Palestinian people that the expulsion of the Palestinian people is still a political program for the current Israeli government and for all this extreme right fascists in Israel, not just for the people of Gaza, but for all the Palestinians in all over historical Palestine. And imagine that uh, the situation was so dangerous and the atmosphere was so full of, 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 of mentality of revenge and violence that we were expecting also another expulsion for 20% of the Israeli citizens. We are Israeli We are carrying the Israeli citizenship. We were expecting that because we are not Jewish, we might also be expelled like our forefathers in the 1948 war in the Nakba. So you are right. You are right. In a, in in a normal situation, in a democratic society, you would stop genocide with all means that you can think of. I mean, that was the Warsaw Ghetto. I mean, it wasn't genocide in South Africa. Mandela didn't even say it was. It was apartheid. And Mandela supported, uh, and he's always supported Palestine through his life, uh, the need to bomb restaurants to end apartheid. That was Mandela's strategy. Not that I'm telling people to do this. That was uh, the strategy of a lot of different national movements that were yani, struggling against apartheid, occupation, and so on. We have chosen a different strategy. And our strategy is to try to build a better future for all. By the way, this is a very special and very complicated situation. It's different than all other settler colonial projects. We are seeing our aim and our goal to try and solve both questions together, the Palestinian question and the Jewish question. Now, this is a new situation where 
the victims of the settler colonial project are seeing their, 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 their political goal in saving both sides, not just the Palestinian question, because by all other options, all other solutions that you can imagine could be very violent and very and it can, can bring much more pain and much well, more arguably pain. Mandela's position was different. I've interviewed Nelson Mandela before he died. His position was different and did see that as well. He didn't see the mass murder of all Africaners. Similarly, political of violence. Not. Of course not. And, and he chose at the end, Mandela, to save his people and to build a better future for all citizens of South Africa. They chose the democratic alternative. Well, of course, he was and in jail there. But Sami Abu Shahade, I'll stop you there. More from the chairman of the Israeli Arab Majority Balad Party and former Knesset member after this break. Welcome back to Going Underground. I'm still here with the chairman of the Israeli Arab Majority Balad Party and former Knesset member Sami Abu Shahade. Sami, in part one, we were talking about uh, Mandela's very different view about uh, resistance to apartheid and, uh, of course, uh, the Warsaw Ghetto on this Auschwitz um, anniversary. Uh, I should uh, ask you, really, whether uh, even a non-violent embargo, kind of non-violent, the Yemeni one, of ships that were Israeli-linked resulted in British and American airstrikes on uh, Yemen this week. Is that the kind of scale of uh, attack on any attempted at protest against what's happening in Gaza? The Americans have decided to, to take sides in this, uh, in, in, in this conflict. And not just they are supporting the Israelis in their war crimes, uh, they are uh, sitting in the Israeli cabinet, uh, war cabinet, and they are taking the decisions. That <laughs> the Americans are, are in a part very active part of all these war crimes. Same are the British. The, the British also decided to totally support the Israelis. Also, after all the discovery of all the Israeli lies regarding on what happened on 7th of October. And at the beginning was all the lies that were spread all over. And they totally adopted the Israeli narrative in order to support this unhuman attack on Gaza when they did not know the truth. But now they know. They know that the Israelis were lying about what happened on the 7th of October, that the, the, the Israeli narrative was brought out of context. Now they know. And they have decided to be part of this war crime. So we cannot deal with them as an ob 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 objective part. Unfortunately, everybody is going and is, is paying a very high price for that. You know, imagine if people did learn something from the Second World War and did learn something from the Jewish experience in the Second World War, and instead of all this destruction, of all this killing, of all this bloodshed, they would have invested the same resources and the same amounts of money and energies in building and not in, this, in, 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 in destroying Gaza. What would have happened? We should have now, now, now be seeing a totally different Middle East. But unfortunately, it seems to be people learn very little 
out of the of 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 history, including people from their own any historical experience. And people, and you you would at least expect a more human approach towards all this uh, Palestinian pain from uh, people who were victims of, 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 of a genocide, who were victims of racism for, 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 for centuries. But now you are seeing racist policies, war crimes. It's Well, you're seeing solidarity, of course, from uh, South Africa and the Global South, uh, clearly, which uh, shows that uh, those to whom evil has been done uh, are indeed doing good this time. And we're seeing return. also very big, any, any very important solidarity movements that that, that 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 gives us a way to keep hope. By the way, from Jewish activists, from Israel, and from different parts of the world, also any from Jewish Americans and Jewish Europeans, we are seeing them. And you can't imagine how important is their their, their solidarity. Because at least it still keeps some meaning for the values that we have been struggling for for decades. Albeit, but that's still, often been censored from mainstream, so-called mainstream media, obviously, in NATO nations. I should say that uh, the debunking of sexual crimes being committed on October the 7th, beheaded babies and these sorts of stories, still being repeated, actually, at the UN Security Council, even after being uh, debunked. But then... If Gaza is like Auschwitz, what does that make Joe Biden, Rishi Sunak, Ursula von der Leyen of the EU? Are they co-conspirators in genocide? Of course they are. What do you mean? And it, the, 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 their support is what allowed Israel to do all this. You know, Israel couldn't have done all this without the American, British and EU support. From the first week, they gave uh, a, a huge support for Israel to do whatever they wanted to. They knew, you know. I remember one of the first important articles regarding uh, the the intention of of, of doing uh, genocide crimes uh, was written by a Jewish Israeli historian. He's teaching now in the states, uh, Professor uh, Raz that said Israel is telling the world that they are intending to do genocide crimes. Why is the world not believing them? If the prime minister is saying so, if the defense minister is saying so, if the any military leadership are saying so, why is the world not believing them? They are saying they are intending to do that. Well, I understand. With respect to the to Biden and Sunak and the others, I understand scores of South African jurists are preparing a second case at the International Court of Justice against them. Of course, they, Biden, etc., deny it all. What about, uh, again, with that Second World War reflection of the importance of Joseph Goebbels to Hitler's campaign against the Jews, the communists, and so on in Nazi Germany? How far is NATO nation media complicit in the genocide? Is CNN, Sky News, the BBC, EU media, and the way they've been reporting, are they complicit as part, add-ons in this International Court of Justice case against Israel? I think, I think at the beginning, they were all misled by the Israeli narrative. But I think later on, they started seeing uh, things differently. And now, they are trying to 
to be a little bit more objective, uh, still, you know, they, they, they have a few problems. First of all, Israel is not allowing anyone, any of them to cover Gaza in, a, in an objective way. They never they're say that. They never say uh, on BBC that they're not allowed to send their journalists into Gaza because of Israeli authority. Not just that. When Israel allows their journalists to do something, their journalists are led by the army spokesman. And it, imagine the army which is accused of uh, war crimes takes the journalist and tells him wh what to do and what to write or where to do or where to go. They lead them to the, to the item they want them to write. And otherwise, you don't allow them to cover. Well, having worked at the BBC, that is how uh, that is how NATO nation journalism kind of works, and at CNN, I have to say. But um, let's just get on to your personal story. Then I understand you and your wife's relatives have been killed in the by U.S. UK EU weaponry. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah. No, no, no. As I told you, no, all the Palestinian big families of Jaffa. We have uh, relatives in, in Gaza. Uh, oh, me, my wife, all of my friends. And three days ago, I was I went to visit my brother, and he lives in an area of of, of the Dakke family. Now the Dakke family lost in a, in one of the bombings, thirty of their family members in Gaza. When I visited them here in Jaffa. They were having a discussion. Uh, you know, when we commemorate, uh, when when you, when, you, when we when we we build a tent for condolences and things, and, and and the family were were discussing between themselves if they are allowed to mourn, if they are allowed to have a tent, because they lost thirty of their family and they want to mourn, you know? and they were terrified that the Israeli police will come and attack them in the in the tent. So at the end, they decided not to do it. But imagine this situation that not in general, your, your, your people, your relatives, your direct relatives, you, you can't do anything to them. You know, all of the people that are stopping me now in the streets in Jaffa as a leader, all of them want to do something for their family. They can afford to help them economically, but they can. And you, you can't imagine what does that do, 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 do to the people psychologically. That your cousin, your brother is in a very serious need. Objectively, you can help him. But because of the siege, because of the racist policies, because of the war, you cannot. You cannot. And... The, and the, I think, you know, it, it, it's hard to explain this, but I think that the war is not just killing all this shuhada that we are seeing in Gaza. Now 25,000 and another 5,000 are and it dis disappeared. You don't know what are. We don't know if they are alive or not. Unfortunately, probably they are not. I think this war is all this violence, crimes is killing the souls of, 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 of hundreds of millions of people all over the world. The suffering is not just the, the people of, of Gaza. 
There are crimes in the West Bank, in Jerusalem, all, all, all this attack on the Palestinian citizens inside Israel. This is a huge amount of pain and frustration. I, I don't know why all these states that claim democracy and claim that they care about human rights or their constitution talks about human rights and on equality and justice. How are they not seeing all, 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 all this pain and all this destruction? And how are they still supporting Israel to well, continue in this? I don't know. Maybe none, of, maybe none of these people, these women and children, would have been killed without British, American, and European Union weaponry. Given the inability of Palestinians in the occupied territories to attack Israel effectively, when will the time come to attack the so countries that are the sources of the weapons that are killing all the women and children? I like, I like, I like, I like, you know, it's, this is the hardest thing to do in such a situation. I think our role as, as, as political leaders is try to keep some hope. With all this hard situation, with all this frustration, with all this anger, with all this very tempting uh, uh, will to revenge, uh, I think our our main role now is, is is to keep our humanity and not to lose hope and to try to think positively on a better future for all with all this hard situation very complicated situation uh, we should not allow ourselves or our people uh, to become uh, victims of 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 this instinct of, of, of revenge and, uh, and, and violence. Our role is, is, is to, to, to destroy this vicious circle of violence and, and, and revenge and to try to build a better future for all. I, I, I didn't mean I, revenge, I, I mean as a war strategy, but... Uh, yeah, you are right, you are right. I know, I know you don't mean... With the diaspora. I, I know you did not mean any revenge, of course, I know. But you know, and, and, and I, I'm really, and I want to be totally frank with you. I'm telling you that this is not this is not an easy mission. This is not an easy mission. Uh, and and the problem is that any all of the Israeli political discourse from all the different political. And imagine, you know, all the time we are having this discussion with my uh, any party comrades and with my friends. They tell me, Sammy, you are talking about democracy for all, or justice, or equality. Who's, who's your partner in this? What are, you, what are your partners? When you're, when you're, you are talking about for all. What is the other side? Not even one Israeli political party went against the war crimes or asked for to stop the war. Or, or, or not to kill children, or not to kill innocent people. Of course, I mean, I, I know, I know we are, we are in a very hard situation. Sami Abishada, thank you. That's it for the show. Our continued condolences to those surviving the killing in Gaza. We'll be back on Monday with the retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel and Professor of Warfighting Studies at the U.S. Army War College, John Nagle. Until then, you can keep in touch via all our social media if it's not censored in your country and head to our channel, Going Underground TV on Rumble.com to watch new and old episodes of Going Underground. See you Monday.